Hello and good morning, everybody. I'm not okay, but I'm also not working through it. And I am listening to the entirety of Glee in order. So you are allowed to come to whatever conclusion you wish. I already have come to the conclusion that she is not okay. And that would be correct. You win. Absolutely nothing. There is no prize in this. The only... Well, no, there is no only. There's nothing to win. <laughs> My bad. <laughs> yeah. I'm Juan Fordera. And I'm Sabrina Alonso. And welcome to Panicked, Panicked by, by Design. Design. In today's episode, we're going to be talking about driving, beep beep, a flan recipe that makes me cry, and I'm not even exaggerating, I've actually cried while making this, oh. and something that got me in trouble with the ASPCA, horoscopes. Wow. All this and more when we come back, so do not go anywhere, because we're we're, we're we're coming back. Yeah. Yeah. Stay. Stay. Stay, have some fun, you know. Eat some oatmeal. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Drink some tea. Yes. Sweet tea, obviously. Ooh. I would love some sweet tea right now. <laughs> Actually, when I leave here, I'm going to go to Checkers and get some sweet tea. Nice. Yeah. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Panic by Design. I'm your host, the $30 in Kohl's cash you get with qualifying purchases. And I am a wishing well that takes card. Okay. So today, we're going to be talking about driving. Um, I would say driving safely, but unfortunately, I'm not qualified to talk about that. I... <laughs> <laughs> I <laughs> I am not what some would call a safe driver. <laughs> I've had my license since I was 15, really, because I got my permit at 15. But I was not allowed to drive. Like, my dad did not take me out to drive. I think he did it maybe once. Oh. Yeah. And he With was, your permit? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Okay. And then, like, the day before my um, permit exam, like, to get my full license... Mm-hmm he like we drove around the complex a little bit and we had to uh park in reverse yeah and i suck at it oh. i suck at parking in reverse unless i have like a rear view camera so i just don't do it <laughs> <laughs> okay valid um and then next day i went and i took my driver's exam mm-hmm. and i got a 93 percent and i passed nice wait they told you your score yeah my driver didn't tell me my score. They they were just like, you passed. And I was like, cool, give me my license. Really? Yeah. No, the lady for me, she was like, oh, the only thing that you lost points in was in the three-point turn because you hit the curb. Oh. I was like, damn. Ha, ha. Well, now I'm embarrassed. Because, <laughs> like, everything else I did right. I yeah. remember that she was, like, she was telling me how to do, like, the the quick stop thing where you go up to, like, 30 miles an hour. And then you have to oh, stop yeah. really fast. And I remember that (laughs) she told me, like, she told me what I was supposed to do and whatever. And then she was like, do you have any questions? And I looked at her and said, do you have your seatbelt on? And are you ready? And she said, yes. And then I stepped on it. Oh, my God. And then I braked really hard. The tires screeched and everything. Dude. And you passed that section? Yeah. Uh, Damn. I'm a good driver. Well, (laughs) I wish this was a video format so that oh my, my God. face was visible. <laughs> <laughs> um, for those of you who cannot see, which should be all of you. Um, Hopefully, unless you're looking through my window. <laughs> <laughs> what kind of big brother thing is this? Um, she is looking at me with contempt for saying that I'm a good driver. Which is, it's, it, it's a lie, to be honest. I agree. Like, (laughs) 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 yesterday I was out with someone and I had to take like a sharp turn and I whipped it. Yeah, you don't stop when you take turns. No, I do not. Or slow down. I mean, you're not supposed to stop when you take turns. Right. Yeah, no, I don't slow down. I've taken... It's dangerous. (laughs) um, So, you know, exit 265, Uh the ones who go to like USF and Busch Gardens and stuff? It says that you can't take that over, like, 30 or 40 miles an hour, I think. Yeah. Fully take it at 70. God damn. Yeah. 
the exit that you take to go to Brandon Mall uh-huh. says the same thing. Don't like ramp. It, it's just like ramp speed limit 40. Yeah. Or 35 or something. I really don't know. <laughs> you can catch me whipping my car, making that turn at 60 or 70 miles an hour. Oh. I, Chaos. I'm <clears throat> wreaking havoc. I wouldn't say I'm wreaking havoc. Well, but, I would. <laughs> oh my God. I have like almost crashed. Sure. Various times. Well, um, dope. I told you about one of them. It was when I almost got hit by an armored truck. Oh, yeah. But that one, okay, that one was not my fault. Mm. I was leaving Target, and I'm just going down the road on my merry little way, and this armored truck came in, and I saw the truck coming, but I thought that it would stop. But then it didn't, and then I had to slam on my brakes, uh-huh. because otherwise the truck would have rammed into me and killed me. So truck vibes. <laughs> <laughs> Roadkill vibes. Like oh. I, I would have I, I would have yeah. gotten nerfed. You would have flattened. Yeah. Squished. Squashed. Yeah. Exactly. I've never had squash before. I don't know if I have. I think I have actually. You have? Yeah. I'm I'm not a fan of vegetables. Oh, I've had spaghetti squash. <laughs> spaghetti squash. Okay, it, that's to replace spaghetti. No, I, I I know what it is. Yeah. Yeah. It was lame. <laughs> really? Was it bland? I mean, I think I just I'm not a cook, so mm. I don't really do very well. Wait, so you made it? It was frozen. Oh, okay, okay, okay. And then I heated it. Right, and right. I put some sauce on it for you know spaghetti purposes. And it just Sauce now here. for spaghetti purposes. <laughs> I <laughs> yeah, that is not the point of this. Um, actually, on my way here, um, I was on my phone, uh-huh. and there was a bus in front of me, a school bus, and my good sister braked. <laughs> As one should. And yours truly did not. And I had oh. to like slam on my brake because I almost went under the bus. Sir. Yeah, that's happened a couple of times where I almost like go under a truck or a bus or something. Um, that's not very safe. It's not, no. That's never happened to me. Um, oftentimes I, I forget to put on a seatbelt. Yeah. <laughs> that one I am vividly aware of. Yeah, that's why I don't like driving your car because your car yells at me when I don't put it on a seatbelt. Well, you're supposed to put on a seatbelt. I'm aware. See, it doesn't yell at me because the first thing I do when I get in my car is put on my seatbelt. No, that's like, I do that sometimes when I'm like already in the road and I'm like, oh, wait, I don't have my seatbelt on. But if I'm like driving, say, to like McDonald's or something, I'm not going to put on my seatbelt. I should. Yeah. I very much should. You should not leave, like, you, you should not be on the road without a seatbelt. That is very dangerous and it could cost you your life. Yeah. I've conditioned myself to do it before moving my car. Really? Yeah. Oh, God, I hate people like that. That's how you're supposed to do it. <laughs> I was out with somebody <laughs> and we got in the car and, Sir. like, the car was already on. It was in reverse and everything. Uh-huh. But I was getting my stuff situated. Like, I was putting everything in, like, you know, where it was supposed to go. Yeah. And he looks at me and he goes, I'm not, I'm not moving this car until you put on your seatbelt. And I was like, are you kidding me? That's Just valid. go. We're in a parking lot. Nobody's going to come careening at 80 miles an hour and kill me. We're in a parking lot. No, I fully agree with this other person. And, <laughs> like, he kind of just looked at me. He, like, ground and kept driving. Uh-huh. And then I put on my seatbelt, like, you know. But I'm just. Do not listen to this man. Put yeah, on your do not take before... advice from me. Um, <laughs> God. Yeah. Heated. Um, I also. <laughs> oh. Yes. I don't go below 60 miles an hour. Oh, wait. We should preface this by saying jokey jokes. Yeah. um, For legal legal reasons, everything that I am saying here is for jokey joke purposes and should not be taken seriously by anybody that is listening, including people from the U.S. government. Um, Especially law enforcement. (laughs) Or local authorities here in, uh, I'm not going to say what county, um, Florida. 
Your school has the county name in Oh it. my god, you're right. <laughs> you go to a school with the county name in the title. <laughs> Are you okay? <laughs> As I said in the intro, no I am not. <laughs> I'm really not. The name of my phone is a wheelbarrow full of pain, and I was in class, and I did Zoom, like, from my phone, because I was driving, but I wasn't, I was listening to the class, but I wasn't looking, obviously. Yeah. Safety first. Yeah, and oh. my professor goes, um, Juan, why is your name a wheelbarrow full of pain? <laughs> my daughter saw it, and she's, like, wondering, like, what, what is that? What is a wheelbarrow full of pain? And I get flustered, because how, how, how do I explain that to somebody? You, you can't. It's impossible to explain. Literally just read it and interpret it. Yeah. I and like, I, I started just like, I started trying to explain what a wheelbarrow was. And she was like, I know what a wheelbarrow is. Obviously. Why would you explain that? But why is it full of pain? <laughs> like, she, why not? She looked at me and she went, are you okay? And I was like, to answer, like, she was like, are you okay? Like, why, why is it a wheelbarrow full of pain? Like, I, I'm curious. I want to know. And I was like, okay, first of all, to answer your question, no, I'm not okay. But I'm working through it. Second of all, it's something that I got from like a web show that I watch. Like that's the only thing I could say because I don't know how to explain it. I Carly. <laughs> I cannot stand you. It's okay. You're sitting anyway. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I got jokes. <laughs> I've never been more disrespected in my life. It's okay. You sit when you drive. So it ties into the topic. Thank you for wheeling me back in. Reeling me back in. Wheeling me back in. What? Wheeling. Also, <laughs> <laughs> wheels are a part of a car. Yeah. Steering wheel and wheels that the car drives on. Oh my God, you're so right. That's not really sarcastic. No, yeah, I did. It um, looked sarcastic. Too. <laughs> <laughs> um. Okay, I do. I do have to say, um, I'm not somebody that knows a lot about cars. Or laws. Continuing. <laughs> <laughs> How dare you? Indeed. Um, so my car has been making weird noises lately. Oh, yes. And very recently it had this thing where I would, like, turn on the car and I would start driving. And it would sound like something was rotating without force. Yeah. Or, like, without, like, any, like, energy behind it. And I was very confused. And I told my dad about it. And he told me that I needed to take the car to the mechanic. But I was lazy. So I did not do that. As one does. And... Um... When was it? Monday. Well, you were there, so you know. Yeah. On um, Monday, we, we were doing DoorDash. And um, I stop at a guy's house to deliver his food. And as soon as I get out of the car, I don't hear my car anymore. Oh, yeah. And I'm like, that's... That's strange. Suspicious. Yeah, like that's a little suspicious. A little sus. And I'm very confused. And I touch my car and I don't feel it vibrating. Yeah. So I open the door and I look at Serena and I go, hey, is my car on? And, he, and she just looks at me and she goes, no. <laughs> it's not. It is not. And I'm like, oh. Cool. <laughs> huh. That's just what I need right now. So I deliver the guy's food and then I get back in the car and the battery light is on. So I'm like, ugh, what the heck? Turn off the car, turn it back on. It runs fine. And then everything is good. I'm like, okay, that's weird. But whatever. And then I go and make another delivery. I stop at where I'm supposed to pick up the food. And then I get back in the car and Serena has her key, has my key in her hand. And she's like, your car turned off again. And I was like, what the heck? Yeah. So I take it to the, to like one of those, um, I take it to Advanced Auto Parts. This is not sponsored, by the way. <laughs> not sponsored. Um... And I told the lady, hey, my car turned off. Can you, like, run one of those, like, little exams? And she's like, yeah, sure. So she tells me, okay, this and this is wrong with it. But also check your oil because I hear, like, some, like, knocking. Uh-huh. And that shouldn't happen, so uh -huh. check your oil. Knock, knock. So, I, like, I take out the dipstick, um, check the oil. I don't know how to read. Like, the... <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how Jared? to read. <laughs> Jared 19 does not know how to read. Damn. Um 
Thank you for infiltrating the show, Jared. Nineteen. <laughs> um. <laughs> so checking oil. Yeah. So I'm. I check the oil. I try to read it, but I don't know how to do it. So I call my dad, and he's like, "Just take the car to the mechanic." Like, I'll be there in a minute. And I was like, okay, cool. So I tell the mechanic everything that's going on. And then my dad shows up and he's like, okay, bring the car up and pop the hood. I was like, okay, sure. And then they go to check the oil. And my dad calls me. He's like, Juan, come here. And I'm like, what? What do you want? And he's like, you know, a car should have oil. And I was like, what are you, well, yeah, I mean, I know Obviously. that. Like, but I told you that, like, when I took out the disc, it looked like it barely had any oil. Mm-hmm. And he's like, no, it doesn't have barely or any. And I'm like, what do you mean? He's like, the car, your car has no oil in it. That's why it's making all those sounds. That's why it's turning off. Mm. That's why it's, like, doing all those things. It doesn't have any oil in it. Yeah. And I'm just looking at him, like, I emoji, math emoji, I emoji. Like, <laughs> I don't know how else to describe it. Because, dang, I don't know about cars, you know? Like, I, I know enough to, like, be like, oh, that shouldn't be a sound that should be happening. Yeah. I don't know enough to fix it. <laughs> and then this man comes and tells me, you didn't have any oil in your car. That's why it's been messing up. What shit? And I'm like, okay, cool. Good to know. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you for the valuable information that... <laughs> put oil in my car. <laughs> that I need oil in my vehicle. Thank you so much for that, like, glorious chlorophyll. Chlor- chlor- oh. Call the doctor. Um, <laughs> uh, clarification that I needed so very much. But, you know, I'm driving it again and she sounds fine. Yeah. Meta told me you need to bring the car again for a full checkup to make sure that you're not killing your car. And, uh, you know. That's just kind of where we are right now in yeah. my life. I, I I almost destroyed my car. Whoopsie. Because I'm an irresponsible car owner. <laughs> um So do you have like any stories of like not necessarily where you're like the bad like when not that you're the me. Uh-huh. But, like, that you encounter me's on the road. I mean, I've almost seen pretty bad crashes happen, like, right before my eyes. I remember one time I was turning onto a street that leads to my house. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I was just turning, meandering on, on my stuff. <laughs> right. And the car behind me is about to get like pummeled by the car behind him and i was like oh my god did i just see that in my rear view mirror like seriously oh my god i swear the car was like centimeters away from getting absolutely destroyed have you ever had somebody like almost do that to you oh yeah oh my god that happened to me recently really yes what happened I was driving to drop my little sister off at school. Right. This is before getting on the freeway. The highway. The okay. Uh, on the interstate. On the interstate, yes. Yeah. And we were about to turn. So we're like in this line of cars, you know. I'm just like chilling there, slowing down because, you know. Yeah. Line. And the car behind me, I don't know what was happening. Like they didn't see me or what. They were going like full speed towards my car. Yeah. And I was like. Oh, and I just see them like absolutely hit the brakes and like f- there's fog. Really? Because our tires are like screeching. It's like asphalt everywhere. And I'm yeah. Like, God damn, this car was gonna absolutely destroy me. And I was just sitting in my car like listening to tunes really singing along i just see this happening in the rear view mirror and i'm like cool glad i didn't die today <laughs> it's happened to me before where i see it happen and i see the car like doing the same thing just like slamming on the brake yeah and then you see the back of the car kind of lift up a little bit yeah 
And that's when I know I'm like, oh God, okay, this is it. This is the moment. It is over for me. Mm -hmm. And I've been that person as well where I have to like slam on my brake. Yeah, I think that's only happened to me twice, but it's terrifying. It's very scary because it's like, I I don't want this to be the time. Like, I I can't handle this right now. And I don't want it to be me. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, like, mm. like I don't have that kind of insurance. <laughs> exactly, it's so scary too. Mm-hmm. I, uh, I actually witnessed a car crash, like a bad one. Oh, really? As yeah. It, like as it was happening. Yes. Jeez. Like I saw it happen in front of my eyes. It was last summer. It was Father's Day. Um, this was on a Sunday. Uh-huh. I remember it like perfectly. Yeah. I was leaving work because I think, yeah, I was leaving work. It was like six o'clock in the afternoon. Um, I was driving home, and um, I'm on the interstate, and there's, like, it's, I think it's, I'm, like, behind a truck, like a pickup truck. Uh-huh. And, oh, wait, no. Well, I, I honestly can't remember very well, but I know, like, there were three other cars involved. And this little, like, Nissan Altima breaks really quickly. And then the guy in the truck, I guess he didn't see it quick enough. Mm -hmm. And when he breaks, he just smashes into the car. And he hits it so hard that they go into the middle lane. Like, they swerve into the middle lane and back out. Like, back into the the right lane Uh and into the ditch. Oh, God. And then there was another car that wasn't kind of involved. It also went into the ditch because it was trying to avoid getting hit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it for somehow two cars that were in, in the actual crash went completely around it. Huh. It was it, it was so scary to see. And like I kind of just like slammed on my brake and then I went into the emergency lane. And I was like, oh my gosh, <laughs> like, is there, like, did somebody die? I am a witness to this crime. Yeah, <laughs> like, I call 911. I'm trying to stay calm. And I, I mean, I was calm. Uh-huh. Um, but I didn't want to stay too long because it was hot, because it was the middle of summer and I was yeah. wearing a sweater. <laughs> but I want to leave. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and. I like I call nine one one and then they transfer me to like I think they transfer me to like paramedics or something. I don't know who they transfer me yeah. to, but it was a whole thing. And I'm telling them like, hey, like the guy that hit the other car, he's like clutching his chest. I don't know if he's okay. Like, y'all just please send somebody. <laughs> yeah. And they took down like my license number, they took down my name, my phone number. And I was kind of thinking like, oh, like they're going to like, I don't know, cite me and like have me as a witness, like in a court or something or whatever. I took pictures of the crash too, just in case. Uh And then I never received anything. Like I didn't get a call. I didn't get like anything at all. I just went on home and I gave my dad his Father's Day present and then called it a day. Did not do anything else. <laughs> I was like, okay, uh-huh. yeah, that's it. Thanks. Yeah. Like, cool. Yeah, but it was so scary. Yeah. And then this happened a little bit more recently, but it was still a while ago. This one happened on October 30th. Oh. I don't know why I know these things. Like, oh, yeah. um, I was driving my, my coworker home, and I'm on the interstate. And I'm just vibing. And then three cars in front of me slam on their brakes. One of them goes into the emergency lane to avoid hitting a car. And then I didn't see it coming. So I just slam on my brakes and my tire starts screeching. And I was like, okay, cool. This is it. Like, (laughs) it's over. I'm gonna die. Yeah, pretty much. It's really scary. I, it's like a really weird feeling. I've been driving for almost two years now, like fully driving. And it's still, like, really scary sometimes. Oh, yeah. Like, don't get me wrong, I'm still reckless. <laughs> if anybody from my insurance company is listening, 
No, you're not. <laughs> um, well, that's your own fault, baby. <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. Drive safer, I guess. I am trying to be a bit more safe, and, like, I hear my phone ring, and I ignore it. I'm like, okay, like, let me let me get to a light first. Yeah. Or something. And, like, if it's a call, then I'll just answer it and just have it, like, play on speaker. But every once in a while, I'll slip up and I'll still, like, be on my phone. No, yeah. Tweeting. Like, fully tweeting or reading something on my phone. Yeah. And I'm like, I shouldn't be doing this. I pride myself in the fact that I'm, like, the best driver out of everyone I know. Maybe not the best, but one of the best. I'm not the safest. <laughs> but I am one of the safest of yeah. my immediate connections. Yeah, I don't think I've ever seen you go over the speed limit. <laughs> which is incredibly annoying. <laughs> well. Because sometimes the speed limit is like 45. Okay. And that's slow. I'll go like 50. 55 if I'm pushing it. <laughs> no. Like, <laughs> I'm sorry. I will be <laughs> We will be on the way to the gym. And I'll be driving 70 miles an hour. Sir, that's dangerous. Okay. The gym is like four minutes away. <laughs> okay, and I'm going to get there in two. <laughs> <laughs> no. I don't know what you want me to tell you. Like, well, I mean, I could tell you that I'm going to try to be a better driver, but. You should. I should, yeah. Yeah. Like, I'll be in the car with people, people like that don't super know me very well. Like, with you, I don't really care anymore. Because I know that you already know that I'm a maniac. Which, if you keep being a maniac, I'm going to get pissed off and just tuck and roll out of there. My door doesn't open from the inside, so how are you going to do it? I'll do it through the window. Jump and roll. <laughs> Jump and roll. <laughs> Ew. Do a little hop. Car. <laughs> <laughs> just do a little two-step off the car. <laughs> Exactly. Um, <laughs> I'll do that thing when people like will sit on the little window thing of the car. I've done that. I just go backwards. <laughs> <laughs> like you're diving. Like you're diving. Yeah. <laughs> I've done that before. Well, not like dove out of a car, no. but like <laughs> sat on the I, window thing. Yeah, I've sat on the window thing. Um, I used to be involved, very involved in politics. Mm. Like how many years ago? Eight <laughs> or nine years ago, I think. <laughs> This year, no. <laughs> I, I just, I literally can't remember. I used to be, like, in political campaigns. Yeah. Um, mm -hmm. and they would do, like, these little car caravans. They're called caravans, right? I have no idea. It's, like, like a funeral procession, but more, more fun. Yeah. With no dead people. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I would be sitting, like, on the little window waving a little flag. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. For the, like... Um, usually, like, the candidate will have, like, their own little flag. Yeah. Um, and I'd be, like, waving it and, like, screaming and hooting and hollering. Hooting and hollering. <laughs> I was both hooting and also hollering. Nice. Um, and it was always really fun. I loved doing it because I didn't know any better. It is what it is. Yeah. But, you know, it was, honestly, I kind of miss it. I would do it for another political party, not the one that I was doing it back then, but... Well, tee-hee. Yeah. I wish that, you know, big campaigns were still a thing, but... <sighs> Miss COVID. Miss COVID. Yeah. Nini. It's weird to think how much life has changed because of COVID. Oh my god, remember when gas prices were basically a dollar? <sighs> now gas is almost three dollars, and I don't want to drive anymore. <laughs> Makes me want to ride my bike everywhere. Literally. Which says a lot, because I can't ride my bike without <laughs> getting out of breath two minutes in. <laughs> I have less than, a, than half a tank left, and I work for the next five days in a row. So I need to, like, find some time to get gas. Because if not, I'm I'm going to run out of gas. And I can't do that again. I thought you were going to say, I'm going to siphon it from somebody else. You know what? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I don't know how to do it, so I can't. Yeah, me neither. The only way that I can think of doing it is with a straw. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> you put it in your body and then, like, 
Regurgitate it back Ew. into the car. No, <laughs> I'm thinking like I don't like actually drink it. I just kind of like slurp it up. Hold it in your mouth. Uh huh. And then just like <laughs> and spit it back. <laughs> Gross. Or use one of those things that we still like clean babies' noses with. Uh yeah, I don't know what they're called. It's like a little pump thingy. Or you could use a turkey baster. <gasps> oh God. What? You're right. I could use a turkey baster. <laughs> and it's larger than those nose things. Yeah, and a lot of them are like bendy. Mm. So I can just like stick it all the way down there and just like, and then just put it in my car. Gasoline! <laughs> yeah, free gas. Nice. And then I leave a note on the person's car saying, I'm sorry, I need this more than you. <laughs> Oops. I have children to take to school. It's just you. <laughs> it's just me. It's just you going to work. <laughs> yeah, going to work, going to like McDonald's at two in the morning. Yeah. Because I have nothing better to do. What else is there to do? Hello? Nothing. We're supposed to be in the middle of a pandemic. Exactly. We We're not supposed to be home. leaving the house. Exactly. Us doing this should not be allowed. <laughs> Existing? Well, <laughs> <laughs> I mean us doing this. Oh, my God. What? <laughs> I mean, I agree with the existing thing. You know what I just realized? What? A year ago today was the last time that we saw each other. Before, Before COVID quarantine. happened, yeah. We went to Disney World. We went to Disney World a year ago today. Oh, I miss it so much. And then... Oh, World. The very next week, everything shut down. Yeah. Literally. And they were telling oh, us, like, oh, it's just going to be for two weeks. Two weeks. Two weeks. Girl, it's been a year. <laughs> it has been a year, and I'm scared. <laughs> I'm not anymore. Oh, T. I'm, I'm just annoyed. I want to go to Disney World. <laughs> Disney World actually sold out not too long ago. Like, tickets to Disney World sold out. Oh, I thought you meant, like, <laughs> Disney World to sell out. <laughs> well, yes, but... Well, <laughs> Disney World is a monopoly. Well, Disney, not Disney World. <laughs> not the uh, Disney, uh, the company? I wouldn't say it's a monopoly. It's part of a oligopoly. Yeah. Yeah. Basically a monopoly. <laughs> Yeah, but it, it's, Almost. um, yeah, it, it's taking hold of a lot of companies. If they buy more, they will become a monopoly. I don't think they'll be allowed to. Whoa. Because yeah. Congress will be like, yo. Stop it. Stop it. <laughs> okay, um, to, um, wrap up. Wrap things up. Yeah. yeah. Um, be safe. Don't drive like I do. Drive like me. Um, or better. Yes. <laughs> um, siphon gas from people. I'm kidding. Don't siphon gas. Oh my god. Don't siphon gas. That is not only, I'm pretty sure that's illegal. Well, yeah. And it can get you in a lot of trouble. So <laughs> do it, but don't say it. No. From us. Oh my god. No. Don't siphon gas. That's kidding. so illegal. Wink, wink. Stop. No. <laughs> okay. okay. Don't wink. Don't do it. No winking. Wink. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> um, um and yeah just be a good driver and have you know ha have a good conscience and just do better you know coming up we have horoscopes and a flan recipe that's great for any occasion stick around and we'll be right back
in my own heart Now we're just ten feet apart And you want a brand new start And giving me a name Shouldn't have assigned me blame But I'll forgive you today Because we're not the same You're listening to Panicked by Design on Hawk Radio, powered by Anchor FM. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Panicked by Design. If you're new here, I'm your host, a rotting pumpkin. Today's recipe is going to be a flan that I've made over and over and over and over again, the exact same way, and expecting different results every single time. So for this, you are going to need five eggs, um one can of evaporated milk, one can of condensed milk, two tablespoons of vanilla extract, and a cup of sugar. Um, now, as, I, as, as I've mentioned before, for the vanilla extract, you can put as much or as little as you want. I really like it, so I just kind of like, like dump as much as I want in there until I look at it and I'm like, okay, that's good. Um, but it's completely up to you you know, to each their own. Um, you're also going to need a nine inch mold. Um, you can use a bunt cake mold. That's what I typically use. Um, it's completely up to you. It just needs to be something tall enough to hold all the mixture because it's, it's a lot of mixture for the flan unless you want to make two flans or if you want to make a bunch of little flans, it's completely up to you. Now, um, you are also going to need um, a large, um, you can use like one of those aluminum foil, well, not aluminum foil, but like an aluminum, uh, tray to fill it with water. Um, and that's going to be for the Bain Marie, uh, which is, you don't, it's nothing fancy. It's just water dumped in the tray and then you put the mold on that. So it helps it cook more evenly. So... What you're going to do is you're going to preheat your oven to 350 and you're going to put the cup of sugar in a medium saucepan um, at medium high heat. This is going to uh, help, this is going to melt the sugar into caramel. And caramel can be very, very tricky uh, to work with. Um, the biggest tip I can give you is use a brush or something with water and um, go around the pan to get rid of any like crystallized sugar that gets on the edges because if that crystallized sugar touches a tiny little bit of the sugar that's in the pan, the whole thing is going to crystallize and then it's going to mess up your sugar and then you're going to have to start all over again. And it's not fun, and <laughs> it's really hard to get rid of once it crystallizes because it'll kind of stick to your saucepan. Um, so that's like the number one tip I can give you. And what you're going to do is you're going to make sure that it gets to a golden brown color. And this isn't something that you can leave on the stove and then just wait for it and like go do something else. You have to be watching the caramel the entire time, otherwise it will burn. There's nothing worse than burnt caramel. If the caramel is on the stove for too long, it's going to um, get a bitter taste if it's too dark. So you need to make sure that it's like that perfect golden brown color. And once it gets to that color, you're going to use whatever mold that you're using for your flan. And you're going to pour all the caramel into the mold. Be careful. Caramel is incredibly, incredibly hot. Um, and it can and will burn you um so be very careful and once you pour it into the mold you're going to move the, the uh, mold around just so the caramel covers every um like every corner of the mold so you get caramel everywhere so after you do that you can do this either in a blender or just a bowl and um a mixer you're going to just mix everything else in. You're going to mix the eggs, the evaporated milk, the condensed milk, and the vanilla. And once the caramel has set on the mold, 
um, you're going to pour the flan mixture into the mold and you're going to put that mold into the bain-marie um, for 45 minutes at 350 in the oven. Um, and you can also put aluminum foil at the top as well that helps it cook. I wish I could tell you how, but I don't know. It's one of those things that you don't know how, you don't know why you do it. You just do it. It's how you were taught and you don't question it. It just works. So it's just like that. Um, this is a recipe that, you know, everybody in my family uses. And it's one of those things where like, we don't change it because it works. So why bother? If, it, if, it's, if it's not broke, don't fix it. Um, and then sometimes the flan is going to take a little bit more than 45 minutes. Um, that's completely fine. Um, all you have to do is just, just leave it in the oven and then shake it a little bit. And once it's not fully liquid, then you know that it's cooked. Um, and then once it's cooked, take it out and leave it to cool. And then once it cools, you can take it out. If you take it out while it's still hot, it's going to, uh, split into pieces. And then like half of your flan is going to look really nice and really soft and really cute and pretty. And then the other half of your flan is going to look terrible and it's going to look just like a big pile of um, custard and nobody's going to like that. It's going to look really weird. So make sure that it cools before you take it out of the pan. Um, you can just kind of like flip it into a plate big enough for it. Or if you have like, you know, like a special serving thing for it, then I mean, hey, by all means, go crazy. Um, it's completely up to you how you want to serve it. Um, I personally believe that it tastes better cold. So I would put it in the mold in the fridge, leave it to cool overnight, and then try to take it out the next morning or maybe um, do it for a couple of hours and then take it out just because that way you let it cool completely from the edges all the way to the center. And that way you give the caramel a chance to stay a little bit solid still because obviously when you put it in the heat in the bain-marie, it's going to... Um, gets soft again and it's going to get liquidy again. So it's just um, easier to let it rest and get it a little bit solid again. But it's completely up to you how you want to do it. Um, I'm somebody who loves flan for any and every occasion. If I could eat flan every day, I would, but my teeth would fall out. Um, <laughs> but it's a very, very good tasty flan. So if you do decide to make this, let me know how it turns out. Um, I'm actually going to make a flan soon, like maybe this weekend, because it's been a while since I've had flan, so I'm going to make a flan too, because flan is a necessity. Flan is a necessity in everybody's life. So that is today's recipe. Uh, so coming up, we have our weekly horoscopes, so don't go anywhere. We will be right back. You're listening to Panicked by Design on Hawk Radio, powered by Anchor FM. I get nervous when the girls dress in their summer clothes, nature's when the boys wear all them button-ups and sports jackets, and I wore a t-shirt to a family Ten 
dances Don't make you feel like it's your birthday anymore And it's true And I'm sorry So our second week in March begins with a Capricorn moon that wants to walk us through the grief of a year spent reckoning with the COVID-19 pandemic, leading us towards some attainable goals and ambitious distractions. Don't let the dreamy haze of Pisces season fool you. Fish might be difficult to spot beneath the waves, but they know exactly who they are and where they are going. If world events have continued to feed your sense of hopelessness and powerlessness, hold on. With Mars getting comfortable in Gemini and Mercury dragging himself out of his post-retrograde shadow, there's more information on the way, and with that information comes a clearer sense of how to proceed. The more we surrender to the flow of time this week, the more likely we are to feel a part of it, rather than thwarted by it. Aries As a, mass, as a Mars-fueled cardinal sign, you are known for being quick to respond and to react. The truth is, it's hard for anyone to take it all on the chin when things don't go our way, and accepting terms you never agreed to can feel like a loss of control. Sometimes, if we wait long enough for the dust to settle, we come to find that either we are always mistaken about the emotional terms of the situation, or the terms that changed organically. There's no one to be angry at, 
and no one to blame in situations like this. There's only the work of acceptance. This week, if you find yourself feeling empowered, do your best to identify how that feeling lives in you and what it activates. Is there a younger self that rises up, ready to resolve things it has no idea how to resolve? Or is there an older self who has time to sit with that younger self in you? Taurus. In a sense, the pressure is off. The external kind, anyway. You might not have a destination exactly, but the road you're journeying on has started to feel right. The internal pressure you might be feeling, however, is entirely yours to manage, and therefore can only be lessened when you release the valve. What would that take? Permission? And from who? Perhaps this uncanny year has made it harder for you to distinguish your incubation periods from the jacks of escapist indulgence you are prone to. If so, let this be a reminder. You are the expert of your own life, and whatever vision you have or don't have of it is okay. Focus on what makes you feel good, both when you're doing it and after. When these good feelings arrive accompanied by intuitive hunches, you're on the right track. Gemini. There are risks to putting yourself out there. Everyone knows that. And despite the general encouragement to do so, good results are never guaranteed. In some cases, it's just the luck of the draw, but sometimes luck is only a part of it. You have a say, after all, in how you put yourself out there and where the out there is. The more discerning you can be about what you offer and where you offer it, the more likely you are to come to any kind of conclusion about the environments and relationships that are affected by your actions. This week, when you reach out, do so directly and candidly. You'll find that the less room you leave for interpretation, the less you the less you left to wiggle in uncertainty. Cancer. It's true that healing isn't linear. There's no simple way to mark progress and feel certain that we're getting better. Apparently, certainty is far from guaranteed in almost every arena of our lives. While some might find this daunting, you are well equipped to face uncertainty. A crab leaves your old shell and ventures out soft skin and courageous, knowing the risk. What is progress for the crab? And does it change with each new shell? each moment of transformation. It's possible that the most recent version of you no longer fits in the shell that it once protected you. This week, do your best to truly listen to what your body is asking of you. How often is your instinct to deny its requests? How can you teach yourself to honor them? Leo, independence works. It can, if you set yourself up right, work all your life. But it's a personal practice, an investment in one kind of system. And systems are prone to fail us in one way or another, especially systems that rely on the resilience and capacity of only one person. If this week you find yourself wishing you had support, a partner, a collaborator, or close-knit group of people who could help you realize the fullness of what you imagine might be your potential, let yourself wish it. Let that wish inspire you. Let it guide you towards envisioning. Let it move you toward others. When fear or shame creep in, remind yourself of the power in numbers. Whatever taught you that you were better off alone taught you to fear for your own power too. Virgo. You've been hustling hard to make it to the finish line, but you know more than anyone that the race is not quite over yet. Still, it's nice to see the finish line. At this point, the pace is entirely up to you. If all you wanted was to know you could finish what you set out to accomplish, then congratulate yourself for your commitment and go ahead and take your leisurely time. On the other hand, if what you set out to do was break a record or set a new standard for yourself, then full speed ahead will surely get you there. Perhaps the lesson isn't in whether or not you can make good on your word to yourself or others. Perhaps the lesson lies in the personal sacrifice you made to keep those promises and what they can teach you about your values. Libra. What's undeniable is that the minutiae of our lives is a huge part of our lives. The bills, the errands, the dishes, the animals, the clothing pile on your chair. And while these things might seem like white noise, they contribute to our emotional landscape. When we share that emotional landscape with another person, the way they interact with our minutiae and their own becomes a part of the story, a part of our emotional landscape. Given all this, you can see why it's valuable to keep the lines of communication going about the small things. How small things can add up and start to weigh heavily on us. How they can change the way we relate to someone else. 
quiet resentments are a greater threat to intimacy than conflict could ever be. Scorpio. Sometimes when blood rushes back to an area, the, pain, the, the pins and needles rush in too. What's proof of life can be quite painful. On the other side of that sensation, however, is relief. Relief that the pain of adjustment is past. Relief that you are more fully yourself again, more equipped to do whatever it is that, you re that requires as many limbs as you've got. It's not optimism, but it's something like it. The flow within you harmonizing with the flow around you. Spring birds on the trees of Brooklyn, a bald eagle spotted flying over a city park. If this week finds you showing up to the same situations with a whole new attitude, don't question it and don't let anybody else question it either. Everything has a season and you have nothing to prove. Sagittarius. We know that everything is always changing. A lesson that feels all the more evident when you live in a city where old favorite restaurants shutter and new favorite stores open every couple of years. Of course, climate change upends small towns as well, burning down houses, flooding city centers. Change is the only constant thing, and if we allow it, having faith in change can serve as a kind of permission to live through it. If a whole ecosystem is sensitive to one small shift, why should you be surprised when your internal ecosystem reacts in kind? If an ecosystem needs time to figure out how to respond to loss and imbalance on its own timeline, then so do you. If a dry riverbank keeps the shape of the river that it once held, it's learning to live with a memory. Capricorn. It's not that you don't walk the talk. You have and you do. On occasion. It's just that prerequisites are necessary for most actions, or most actions you take seriously. And sometimes you get distracted. Sometimes you get sucked in to other things that have very little to do with your own ambitions. Prerequisites unattended lead to actions not taken, lead to uh, one very frustrated Capricorn. Have heart, seagoat. When you're ready to prioritize your ambitions, you'll have just the right words to express your limits to whoever and whatever tries to steal your time. Besides, you know well enough that the long way around to a destination is a valid way. Aquarius. Pretty wild how the more you open yourself up to new opportunities, the more they come your way. It's almost like challenging internalized beliefs about your own abilities and needs allows you to develop new ones based on trial and error rather than, say, defensive self-negating techniques that shield you from disappointment. Part of the process, apparently, is reframing your understanding of risk and reward. This week, congratulate yourself every time you do something that requires faith in yourself, even if you don't get the result you want. Let your gains be the bold, brave, bitch muscles you build along the way. Pisces. There are multiple realities. Even scientists know that. But you know it especially. And if you're in your Pisces bag, then you're more sensitive than most to things like dreams that show you how it all might have happened differently. A hair-rising sense that someone is beside you. A strange melody that evokes a memory from a past life. Perceiving the various strands of lives and worlds woven with our own is not a gift without burden. While it's not always imperative for us to keep these strands sorted, confusing one for the other makes difficult decisions all that more confusing to make. Because what we do in this world affects the people we share it with, it's important to ground any decisions you make now and what you know to be true now, not what could otherwise be true in a world adjacent to this one. All right, guys, that is all the horoscopes for today. And as always, as you guys know, all of our horoscopes are brought to you guys by Refinery29.